Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, I want to just start with a little prayer, and I want to thank you all for um, letting me preach this morning. Jesus, you are the light in our life, and we ask that you help us to see that every day. Help us to listen to what you preach to us, and help us to move our hearts. In your name we pray, amen. So from the book of Isaiah, we heard these words this morning. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Could we also say those who have been lost have now been found? Or those who were stuck in the grips of the world have suddenly seen the kingdom of God? Or those who have been hiding in fear have seen the weakness of that fear exposed? This is what the light does. It exposes things. It helps us see ourselves and the world more clearly. Then in the Psalms this morning, we heard, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Both of these scriptures are focusing on the light of God, that light that Jesus brought to the world, the light that takes us from the darkness and brings us salvation. Salvation. I don't think we use that word salvation very often, really, unless we're in church, right? So if I use that word with someone who has no religious background, what does salvation mean to them? Well, when you look up the official definition, there are actually two. The first being the preservation of deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. And the second looks at a more religious view. It is the deliverance from sin and its consequences. Now, from a religious viewpoint, I think most of us would agree with the definition that it delivers us from sin because that's what we've been told about salvation, that we will be delivered from sin. But talking to someone who's never been in a church, it sounds rather foreign. And they would maybe think, why do I need to be delivered from sin? Or why do you think I'm sinful? And the concept of a God that can do this may be a little too hard for them to believe. But let's look at the second part of that definition, that salvation delivers you from sin's consequences. So this definition of salvation is basically saying that all the wrong that we do, the people we hurt, the anger that we carry inside of us, and the disregard for our world, that is sin. And all of the actions of sin cause a reaction, consequences. Maybe people can more easily relate to consequences. I think every, everyone understands that word. Um, we've all experienced consequences, I'm sure. We may not see sin in ourselves in the heat of the moment when we make bad decisions, when we lash out at others, when we turn to something other than our God for peace. But when the rashness of the moment has passed, then we can see clearly in the light that our sin has affected not only other people around us, but our relationship with God. And he desperately desires that we reconnect with him in the light. God's salvation does deliver us from our sins. And what is that called? 
grace. In Matthew's scripture reading today, it says that after um, John the Baptist was imprisoned, Jesus went to Capernaum to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. And this scripture from Isaiah we read this morning was a prophecy of the coming of the Messiah. Jesus comes making a point to show he is fulfilling that prophecy. He is saying that he is the light entering the darkness of our hearts and of the world. He is the kingdom of heaven arriving. He is the Messiah and our salvation. In the scriptures, this proclamation is made right before Jesus begins calling the disciples. So this statement is defining a starting point, a beginning of a break from the long history of darkness in the world to this new revealing of light. Jesus' move to fulfill this prophecy is ushering in this beautiful message of salvation that he is about to tell the world. And he will give that message through the acts of his love and healing and through his disciples that he is about to call to service and by giving his life on the cross. Jesus doesn't just come into the world to quote scripture. He brings love and healing into the world. He shows the love of God by his actions. Jesus, who is the light, is giving the disciples and all of us a clear example of how to help people find the light in the world. So the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Were these men who were called as disciples walking in darkness? Well, the world they lived in at that time was very harsh and unforgiving. And I sense from what I've read that they could see and feel right away that Jesus was different. What did they see in him? Did they see that light? He was different from all the others who had professed to be Messiah or all those who had tried to be great religious leaders. This man, Jesus, was different. He could make a difference in their lives. I believe that not only did he fill them with the light, but he showed them how to see the world through God's eyes. Once they opened themselves to his gift of salvation, they were moved to proclaim that light of God, to proclaim that Jesus was the kingdom of heaven, who had now come near and brought us all salvation. So all through the Gospels, we read these stories of Jesus bringing the light of God to people by loving them and healing them, whether physically, mentally, or spiritually. Like in Mark chapter 5, there's the story of Jesus coming upon the man who's possessed by demons, and he's chained up in the tombs, and all the people are afraid of him. It also says that night and day in the tombs, he was howling, and he was bruising himself with stones. This man could not find peace. He was definitely lost in darkness in many ways, and he was so tortured that he was hurting himself. And Jesus came and brought him into the light. He healed him. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, there is the story of Jesus walking through the crowds of people, and he's walking to go help um, the dying daughter of Jairus to heal her. As he's walking through the crowds, a woman comes up behind him and touches his robe because she believes with all her heart that he is going to heal her. And it happens. 
She is instantly healed, and just as suddenly, Jesus knows that someone has touched his robe. He turns to her and he says, go in peace and be healed of your disease. Daughter, your faith has made you well. This woman who had lost all hope until she heard about Jesus, she was an outcast because she was considered unclean and she had suffered for so many years in awful darkness and loneliness and pain. She believed with all her being that Jesus could bring her into the light and he did. The light that Jesus brings to the world changes people, including you and me. Many years ago, I was attending a Bible study, and there was a time during our session that some people shared their experiences with reading the Bible and what it meant to them. And most of the stories were pretty ordinary. But there was this one man in our class, and he told of how he had been a very troubled kid. He had been caught up in lying and stealing. And what, what do we call those? Oh, yeah, sins. Apparently, nothing really stopped him from committing these sins. And he said he was not at all interested in changing his ways. But then one day, he broke into a house. And among the other things that he stole, he stole a Bible. He took it because he was curious about what, what's the big deal about Bible. And then he told us later that he sat down and read that Bible. And as he began to read it, he found himself wanting to know more and more. He wanted to leave the darkness. He wanted to be different. He wanted to change his life. Now, at the time, I was really surprised by this man's story because it all seemed rather simple. You know, no person pushed him into church no person convinced him through preaching to him about his sinful ways and his need for salvation from his sins. He simply read the words in the book, in the Bible, and God moved his heart. With God's help, he found a way out of his darkness and into the light. He found a new world where he was different and a relationship with Christ. He found salvation You know, when you hear stories like this, maybe it can make you think, well, that's a great story, but it seems so unlikely that someone that self-centered to go around taking people's possessions would just read a book and decide they want to change their whole life. And some might think, well, I've read the Bible, and it didn't change my life dramatically like that. So why would I believe this man's story? Or... You could be inclined to think about how the power of God works in our world. I think sometimes we forget about that power of God. Look at the Apostle Paul. He hated the Christian movement. He was so passionate to arrest and kill as many as he could find, and yet he was stopped by the light of Christ, literally. In chapter 9 of Acts, it says Paul was traveling to Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. In the light, Jesus said to Paul, Why are you persecuting me? That light of Christ changed Paul. Jesus brought salvation to Paul, and he preached the love and light of Christ until the day he died. Paul became a living example of grace once the light, Je the light of Jesus filled him and chased away the darkness. 
Later, when Paul was preaching to the Corinthians, as we heard read this morning, he said Christ did not send him to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. Why would Paul admit and be proud of the fact that he did not preach with wisdom or eloquence? In our world today, it's all about being the best, isn't it? Like, you should be the best and most powerful if you're going to preach or give a speech, and you, you must be powerful to convince people. But that's just it. Paul also says, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. If Paul were convincing on his own, people would not follow Christ. It's not Paul that's convincing people to follow Christ. It's the power of Christ, the light inside of Paul that is, has the power to convince people of the love and the mercy. It is the same with us, you know. When we allow the light of Christ to fill our hearts, we can profess the love and grace that we have received. Notice, Jesus first filled Paul with his light and salvation. Then Jesus called Paul to preach the gospel. It is that light of God inside of us that is speaking. That's why we don't have to worry about whether we are wise in scripture or eloquent with our words. We need to just allow the light of Christ to speak through us. Now, any of us who have witnessed God's power working in our life or in the lives of others have seen that it doesn't always make sense, right? Just like the kid who sat down to read the Bible and was suddenly changed. Or just like Paul, who was overcome by a light and suddenly knew he had to preach the gospel of Christ. Yet when you've experienced it yourself, you know with complete certainty that God's power has come into play. The story of the young man's move from being a troubled kid to becoming a follower of Christ, his move from darkness to light, that's just one story out of so many that have been told. They are powerful stories, and they are told from hearts filled with love and salvation of Christ. You know, many of us have um, daily reminders, reminders of what we need to do, Reminders to take our pills. Reminders to check on friends or family. And these things, they fill our days. They keep us connected and they keep us healthy. But what about the reminders of what God has done in our lives? What about the many times God has made himself evident to you, either by something you read or something someone said to you, or even just being in a forest in the middle of God's creation, or looking out over the ocean. Along with our prayers and praises to God, we need to hold these memories in our hearts. These memories of God moving in our lives are so important because sharing those stories brings the light of Christ to others. Remembering that God is more powerful than anything we face in our lives also helps us in our own times of darkness. Sometimes we get so caught up in how to solve our problems all by ourselves, and then we forget that our God, who has the power, our God who is our creator, is inside of us, and he's working through us all the time. He is the light of salvation inside of us. 
God so desires that we all reach out to the light of the world, to Christ, every day, that we all open our eyes to see his great mercy and love so that we also can live every day in the light. And when we live every day connected to Christ, we can be filled with so much joy, joy that needs to be shared with those who are living in the darkness. Amen.